0: Another movie review podcast. At least it's better than a car crash. And we're going to some funny Welcome to Beat It Movie Reviews. I'm body swapping assassin Joe Cabello. And this is Curtain Spotter Chris soda What's up, Chris? <laughs> hey. Hey, how's it going? I'm not sure if that's the best way to describe what. We'll be talking about later, which is the Brandon Cronenberg movie, Possessor. That is on the docket today. Um, And yeah, we'll get more into what I mean by that if you haven't seen it. But let's get into what we've been watching, Chris. Do you want to kick it off? Um,
1: Yeah, so this week, actually, I basically watched one show all week. <clears throat> and that was uh, The
0: Expanse I just started. I have no idea about The Expanse. What is that?
1: Uh, it's a, a sci-fi show that came out, um, I don't know, maybe five years ago now. Uh, I, th- I believe it was like a sci-fi channel show at first. Mm-hmm. And then they canceled it and Amazon bought it.
0: Oh, now okay. it's on its fifth season, I believe. Did it uh, did it get better when Amazon bought it, or did it get worse? Because that's usually what happens, right? It's like the budget lowers when it goes to a different network.
1: Yeah, I I'm assuming the budget got higher. I haven't. I only have watched seasons one and two, and then just like the first couple episodes of season three.
0: Oh, okay. So So. I
1: think it's like season three that they moved to Amazon.
0: Yeah, because like that that seems like an up jump somehow. From Sci-Fi yeah. Channel to Amazon, when yeah, if it's Sci-Fi, sci-fi to
1: Amazon, it's like it has to be a, a bump. But uh, yeah, I guess I'll see. But um, yeah, it's based on a book series, um, and it's always basically been talked about by people that I've heard of that say it's like, oh, it's the best sci-fi show on TV right now. That's like what they would refer to it as. Is like oh you want like the number one sci-fi show watch this show ah interesting when it first came out i watched like the first two episodes and i was like this is kind of cool but um maybe i'll just wait till like the season's over and then see if people like really liked it Mm -hmm. and then just never got back to it until this week
0: okay and what is the premise again
1: uh so it's a show about people in space um It's basically a future where there's, like, space stations and people have colonized Mars. And so a lot of it is just, like, a political drama action series where it's, like, there's people on Earth who are fighting against people on Mars, and there's this tension for, like, a galactic war. And then there's people, like, that live in space that refer to... There's, like, a... You know, the asteroid belt between Earth and Mars. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's like another faction of people. And they're all kind of like fighting and have spies within each other's ranks. Oh, wow. And so the, the main characters of the show are some characters that uh, are working in space. And basically something weird happens. And they think it's like Mars attacking them. But then they realize, like, it's not that simple. And some people are, you don't know who, but, like, some people are trying to frame others for something to spark some sort of war. So it's yeah, it's, like it's a lot of, like, yeah, yeah. But then, it, and it has, like, some cool action. The main characters, like, end up getting this, like, state-of-the-art, like, attack ship that they, becomes their ship. And so they they use it throughout the show to, like, that's like their their ship.
0: Their space battleship Yamamoto. Y- yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh it, it's pretty cool. But yeah, they go to a bunch of different space stations. Um uh Thomas Jane is in it?
0: Oh, okay. Well, that sells everything. That's,
1: yeah. He's he wears this like awkward uh it's like really short-brimmed fedora hat <laughs> and it's like really upsetting. <laughs> oh no. That I think that was one of the main reasons I stopped watching the show. Yeah, you saw that. I can't stand that hat. Why is he wearing it? But uh, the characters in the show make fun of him for that hat too, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's
0: that. But yeah, uh, it is.
1: It's like I think I don't know if they swore. You can't really swear on sci-fi, right?
0: Um, I think there's like pretty violent
1: stuff, and they do. I noticed in like the last season or two that they started saying "fuck" like way more, and I was like. Huh. This is this is cool. So it does feel like it's it's kind of like a uh, some sort of. I guess people would would and have described it as like oh it's like um, Game of Thrones in space, instead of the warring oh, okay. uh, like the warring um, you know factions of families. It's like different <clears throat> space stations and and uh, colonies and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. And as a Gundam fan, that's all about space colonies fighting. I'm yeah. interested.
1: And and as a Gundam fan of being like, "Oh, what is this uh strange machine?" and then they're like, "Oh, I guess it's ours now and it's like some secret that kid, technology yeah. that other people don't know about yet."
0: The uh, kind of has that element too. Yeah, like and not a Gundam of course, but yeah, a something. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so and then uh, another thing too is like people will describe it as like Oh, it's like Mass Effect if it was a TV show, too, because it's the main characters are always like, oh, we have this dilemma. How can we, you know, have the least amount of people dying and still come out as victorious and stuff like that? You know,
0: OK, yeah, I never really played much of Mass Effect, so I didn't know much about it. But it seemed like it was kind of like broader scope, political space stuff. going Yeah. On. Yeah. Cool. The Expanse. So, yeah. And that's all of it's on Amazon, right? Yeah. All of it's on Amazon.
1: Five seasons. And at the fifth season that just came out, they are releasing it week by week like they did with the boys. Oh, so cool. I think they're on like five or six. And usually the seasons are like 13 episodes, I think. I think the first season is like 10 and then the rest of them are like 13.
0: Nice. Hour long episodes about yeah, 45 yeah. or an hour. Nice. The Expanse. Sci-fi needs. I might jump into that. I've been watching a little bit more of TV lately. Um, Cool. Anything else about The Expanse, or as I call it, The E? (laughs) The E? No, that's it for The E. On E! Network. It got uh, cancelled by Amazon and picked it up by E. (laughs) (laughs) It's a recap show now. (laughs) Um, I watched quite a bunch of things, one of which... Uh, As I did start watching Cobra Kai. I got through the first season and uh, started the second season. And yeah, I really, really dig the show. It's so much fun. I think it's like along the lines of The Mandalorian, you know, as far as like fun watching. Like let's make TV fun again. And like still have a lot of cool stuff, but just like Mm -hmm. it's just a good time.
1: Yeah, I think... It, the, the leg up it has over The Mandalorian is that
0: I feel like I care more about the characters on that show. Yeah, I do think it has more heart and but, like uh, true drama than yeah. The Mandalorian. But it's like that same kind of easy viewing yeah, area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I've been really digging it. I pretty much ate up the... I tried to watch the pilot episode a couple times and kept getting, like, interrupted or could only watch some of it. And then one Mm -hmm. time I stopped watching it because I was like, oh, I should watch the movies first. Uh But then I was, like, looking for something to watch and just blow off some steam. And I was like, I'm not going to wait to watch uh, the movies. (laughs) Let me just watch it. And I really – I didn't need to. Everything was, like, quite clear. I'm sure it could enhance the experience. But, uh, yeah, not necessary and yeah i just think it's a blast the uh, martial arts looks great in it Mm. it's nothing like super it's not the the raid or anything but yeah uh, it just it has a respect for um uh, like kung fu movies and that style of you know let's at least see like three or four strikes before we cut uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'm I really digging the show. I can't wait to watch more of it, especially season three, which a buddy of mine wrote for that season.
1: Oh, awesome! Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been meaning to watch it for that, but he didn't write it till season three, so I was like, okay, I got to watch the whole series. But I'll probably that's gonna be the show to just throw on um, until I burn it out. Definitely. So Cobra Kai, I do think it's funny. A lot of people. I don't know. I don't think they're being pejorative, but I'll see on Twitter they're being like, "Oh, it's like so cheesy or like B-B movie or like trashy TV." I'm like, "You know, it's okay to just like say it's a good show and you like it. Like you don't need to Yeah. like, like be like it's a stupid <laughs> thing, but it's yeah, like it. it's like, "No, it's just a good show." What you're describing is a good show that has a tone that isn't Fucking, like, self-serious. Or the norm
1: of, like, whatever shows have to be. People are like, oh, it has to be, like, Game of Thrones level.
0: Yeah, like, like that that. tone. It can be great
1: and and have this tone that's, like, 80s inspired. And that's what it sticks to.
0: Yeah. So I think it's very weird.
1: I do have friends who are like, oh, every time I hear them say, I hear uh, the main character call things, like, badass... I just feel like really cringy and it's like, well, that that's intentional. Like that is what, that's what it is. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like all the things he says are like, so like, he's not giving up these phrases. I forget a couple of them. Badass. I don't think is like even that cringy of a phrase, but yeah. Right. uh, There's a couple other ones that like rad or like shit like that. He'll even
1: like when he just calls everyone a pussy. Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, oh man, like, okay.
0: Yeah, he's a really fun character in that. And I think the yeah. show, if anything to criticize the show about, I think it's like trying to be progressive while poking fun at being progressive and at times not being. And I just wonder, like, it almost feels a little too loose. And like they're uh-huh. not doing, they are it. You know, it's like there's a certain yeah. point where um, commenting on certain things (laughs) you're just doing the thing but it's not really anything too bothersome because the show is just so fun you're like it's like when south it's not totally like this but it's like when south park touches certain things and says certain things you're like yeah i'm just seeing this through a totally different lens when they're uh when they're talking about these topics or making fun of it Um, yeah
1: yeah and the 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 one thing i would say to kind of like criticize the show myself is and i know the show is like self-aware but it's just funny that you know by the second and third seasons it's like is karate something anyone should teach anyone because obviously <laughs> in the real world like sure but in this show it's like by the second season there are no more just bullies it's just kids who train karate fighting other kids who train karate. Yeah. So it's like if you are trained, you just eventually fight them because you know karate <laughs> and, and that's like the only thing you know to do.
0: Yeah. And that's like it's, it's like you've what rooted are you doing honor here? with that too. So it's yeah. yeah. It it really and I think that's what's so interesting about it is how perception is so key in it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can look like the bad guy when just given a couple pieces of information but you don't see the whole thing right um i think it does a good job of just like being that the entire time like everybody's being an asshole and not realizing yeah (laughs) Uh, but really loving cobra kai on netflix and youtube um and chris you said uh you were just really watching the expanse anything else
1: yeah that that's that's all i have watched this week
0: Okay, that's it's for consumed sure. a lot of my time. Yeah, I mean, when you're digging on one show, that can happen. I did have a bigger watch week just because with all the political turmoil in the United States, I had to go brain dead for two days yeah. and just, like, dig into some stuff. But because of that, uh, I was like, oh, man, I just want to watch something whatever, just, like, that I wouldn't normally watch. So I went on Retro Crush, which is just a old-school anime streaming service that's free. Okay. And it has ads, but there's just a bunch of old anime on there. And a lot of it's the anime you could probably find on Hulu and, like, Amazon Prime. That's just kind of, like, probably the cheapest rights you could buy for anime. Okay. But I ended up watching uh, the ori- pardon, the original Appleseed. Seed and oh, uh, Metal Skin Panic Maddox 01, uh, both cyberpunk uh, from the 80s slash early 90s. Um, Appleseed, a lot of people will probably know Because this is one of those movies that was uh, Always at Blockbuster Like stocked in the anime section of Blockbuster With the a girl and the robot With uh, bunny ears Yeah um, And Metal Skin Panic is A really fun uh, Premise in that this mechanic Finds a, Like a mech suit And gets stuck in it And then just like it's causing damage So the government comes after him but he just can't get out of it. And all he wants to do is meet with a girl. Um, so it's like a 45-minute movie <laughs> or so. Uh, pretty cl- And Appleseed is only about an hour. Uh, both of them aren't necessarily great. Uh, it's just fun visiting that s- the steampunk style from that era. Or not, not steampunk, cyberpunk style from that era. Um, and now I'm reading the Appleseed manga, which... Very different from the, the movie so far. It might become the movie later. Like, that might just be one of the okay. like later stories in it. But at least the start is yeah. different. Um, but both of them were definitely fun. Uh, you just gotta love uh, that era of a- anime. Uh, even if the stories weren't necessarily great. Appleseed stories. And that... Isn't that great? It's just like a top of, stop a terrorist type of plot. Kind of feels like Akira's storyline, but not quite. Okay. Not quite got the, the energy. Um, but Retro Crush in general, there's just so much stuff on there, that, especially some classics, like if you did want to mark Appleseed off your list or some of the other ones. Um, it's pretty cool. So I really enjoyed checking these out, especially at no cost. And I even saw there's like a mockumentary about uh, being an otaku on there. Uh, that's an anime mockumentary from the 80s or 90s. Uh, so i really want to check that out the only reason i didn't because i had been like watching subtitled shit all day and it's not dubbed on that site so i was just like okay i'll wait until i'm just feeling a little bit more like uh getting into the subtitle world uh but yeah check it out retro crush i think they just recently got a browser version where you could watch it where previously it was only like iphone and it uh apple tv and shit like that that you could watch it on oh Okay. Um so yeah, yeah especially. Stuff, man. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of streaming platforms for that are free that are awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Pluto TV is awesome and it's completely free. Uh Retro Crush. So, yeah, it was pretty cool watching those. Um I also caught up on some movies I'd been meaning to see and I never caught in theaters, one of them being Ma. Have you watched Ma?
1: <laughs> no,
0: I haven't. Ma is about uh, these kids befriend a older woman who buys them alcohol and lets them party at her in her basement, but turns out she has more nefarious reasons to have them there. A thriller that came out, I think it came out this year, early this year Uh, or late last year. Was it
1: last year? I think it was last year.
0: Uh, Yeah, not. I'm sorry, not 2021. It was either late 2019 or 2020. Um, but it's on uh, HBO Max now. And I thought it was super fun. It was it's a nice little thriller. And I think I the, the actors in it are great. There's like a surprising cast, like a pretty just awesome cast in this movie. Uh, let me just get it. Uh, of course, Octavia Spencer is in it. Mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis is in this movie. She's nice. the mom. So that's amazing. Uh, Diana Silvers is in it. Uh, She's from... uh, God, I forget some of the things she's in, but you'd recognize her face. Um, Oh, gosh, and I forget who... There was another, like, real surprise that I was like, you're in it!" Oh, Allison Janney is in it. Not a big role, but she is in it. Um, And, yeah, I thought it was a really uh, fun thriller. Not necessarily to surprising or anything like that i think the trailer just gives away you know all the twists and turns for the most part yeah uh-huh um but it it gets surprisingly like cringy gruesome at times uh, there is a moment where she does a blood transfusion of dog blood into a human and you're just like i don't know why but that's like worse than even like getting stabbed it seems like like there's something that just makes my skin crawl about transfusing dog blood into someone yeah like can you even survive that I feel N- like. no i don't i think maybe if some die. got in you you could uh you could maybe something to like stop the rejection your body would have but yeah i think you would like, yeah po- it would poison you okay and so, so
1: it, that's that's uh an intentional murderous uh
0: scenario oh yeah absolutely. not some sort
1: of like whack uh story
0: device that no sense. Okay. it's just someone it's okay. just mob fucking someone <laughs> up and it's not even like it's not the only thing she does in that like kill so i don't even mind spoiling uh, it for that reason. Like. It's yeah. almost it's almost funny what she actually does there, um, <laughs> but yeah, I had so much fun with it. I'd been looking forward to seeing it, but it was one of those thrillers that people weren't like so hot on. So at the time uh-huh. when it was out in theaters, I was like, ah, uh, you know, I don't want to see it. But there was quite a few other movies I'd rather see. But yeah, yeah, and also it just has like such a strange premise. I don't. I feel like
1: that's not a premise that people would like gravitate towards in terms of like horror movies or thrillers
0: yeah that it's it is weird because it's not like an exciting premise yeah you know it isn't like oh. it's just
1: kind of this weird uncomfortable like oh an older woman preying on like teenagers that's weird
0: yeah it's just like we answer the question what if an older woman wanted to yeah. kill teenagers and you're, okay yeah um <laughs> i think that's a good point because something like lights out you're like oh if the lights go out that could ki- thing can get you your your mind goes into places and you're like that's exciting but yeah, yeah. ma it's if the trailer's giving away all the moments you're like okay i don't need to see ma i <laughs> yeah. saw it um but yeah ma check it out on uh hbo max right now hbo max just got a, a dumped a couple cool. movies on there like uh weathering with you is on hbo max now for those oh who haven't seen it uh i've, I've been hyping up that Still movie watch for a while. That. Yeah. And another movie that's on HBO Max I saw was The High Note. This is the Tracy Ellis oh, Ross, yeah. and oh gosh, I always forget her name from Fifty Shades of Grey, also known as That's Not How It Happened, Ellen. Or her, she's, she's the actress who stood <laughs> up to Ellen. Um, yeah. uh, oh. But this is about Tracy Ellis Ross plays a like Mariah Carey slash Whitney Houston esque singer um just as far as like diva a diva type singer um and her Uh. personal assistant who wants to be a uh, producer um i think it came out 2019 sometime um and this was a really fun movie i really liked it um there's a lot of music in it and a lot of it is tracy ellis ross singing She's not a great singer. It's very like actress singing, and maybe okay. she's does like has a singing career. And maybe I'm being very dis- disrespectful, but uh, she wasn't. She wasn't bad, but it definitely felt like, oh, this is really good for an actress. Uh-huh. Uh, and the, it has a a soundtrack with all the people's songs from it. But uh, the songs are, you know, generally pretty good, and it's a fun rom com that also just explores making music which i find really interesting there's the netflix series um gosh i I keep forgetting what it's called but it's about song Exploder, is what it's called and it basically follows an artist and like how they wrote one of their hit songs Uh and i always love seeing that like how songs get built and this movie does a lot of that um it's not necess- i don't think it'll it's even close to becoming a classic in its genre but um if you like music films films about the music industry or making music i think it's a good time cool and then the the one other thing i watched for an upcoming episode of shut up i love it the other podcast i co-host where we talk about a guest comes on to talk about something that's unknown reviled misunderstood or maybe not talked about enough and uh someone told us to watch willow so i hadn't seen willow since before i could remember anything (laughs) like i Uh, I barely remember any of willow and i just never revisited it in any you know when i was a teenager Mm -hmm adult anything I just kn- don't know why I ever did which is why I was kind of excited for it as a topic on Shut Up I Love It because it's like oh shit no this is a movie that we reference even, even we talk about it's influential but like I didn't see it <laughs> and I think that's the same yeah. for a lot of people where they might know about it but didn't actually watch it or you know not watched it in, in any capacity where they remember it now Or it's been 30 years since they've watched it. So I was kind of thinking, oh, I'm going to go into this movie and it's going to be, it's going to end up being kind of like dark crystal where you're like, oh, I could see why this is awesome, but the story is not that good. (laughs) And it's like, Uh not that like great of a movie in, in those terms. It's more just like visual, a visual feast, but no, Willow is actually fucking really good. It's, an awesome movie okay. like from story to the effects absolutely um but i was super surprised it's kind of like watching it, it could have come out come out last year you know obviously it's aged in in many ways but it was just so enthralling uh the effects again are really good it's really interesting seeing that many little people like that movie casts so many little people in the village where willow lives Uh just a full cast of it. I don't think I've ever seen on that level of casting of little people since like wizard of Oz. And that was like, yeah, more stereotypical casting than what they are in willow, which they are like Mm -hmm. little people, but no more than like there's trolls and giants and things like that. Um, but yeah, willow is really awesome. Uh, When's the last time you saw Willow? I think
1: within the last, like, ten years, I watched it at some point. But I wasn't paying as much attention to it as uh, it was, like, on in the background or something. Oh, yeah. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. But, yeah, I don't don't remember too much of it anymore. I know. Aren't they making a sequel series to it, like, on Disney Plus or something, too? I think one of might. the streaming services yeah. is making like a, a series and they're still like talk about if it's going to be like a direct sequel or not. And they're going to get the some of the returning actors to
0: play in it. That'll be fun. I don't know if it needs it, but because here's the thing. Willow also came out pre um, Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. Yeah. The movies. Mm-hmm. And it's you know very derivative of fantasy and seems yeah. derivative of Tolkien fantasy specifically <laughs> um, and I could see why that wasn't really an issue at the time when we didn't have a movie on that scale that was Lord of the Rings or Hobbit um, so yeah. I wonder now like where it Willow's places for a sequel or even remake you know
1: yeah and th- it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, what do we want to see that we've already, we can see little people and trolls and shit in battle like they're even making a Lord of the Rings series. So, yeah, that's why that yeah, it's like
1: is it is this the property that needs to be brought back for for this like it, the popularity popularity of Game of Thrones really what is reigniting the idea of having this be a sequel series. Yeah, that's needed.
0: Uh, but into it, uh, but Willow. I think it's on HBO Max too. It's free somewhere, um, so check it out. Uh, anything else you want to bring up in our what we've been watching segment before we jump into our feature review? Um, no, no, nothing for me. All right, then let's get into our feature review of Possessor Uncut. All right, let's get into our feature review of Possessor Uncut, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. Possessor follows an agent who works for a secretive organization that uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies, ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high-paying clients. So here we go. Let's talk about it. This movie came out uh, last year, uh, but is now available for rent. So we wanted to talk about it for you guys. Chris, what did you think about Possessor Uncut and what is your food?
1: Yeah, uh, so I really liked it. Uh, I thought it's a cool concept and very fucked up and haunting, I think. (laughs) It's like really creepy and uh, it's like... It is a horror movie, but it's not, like, a real horror horror movie, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's interesting what you might call the genre of this, like, thriller, I guess, is kind of what some sometimes when something's horror, but there's no, like, monster or supernatural thing. It ends up being called yeah. thriller. It may be yeah, something yeah, kind no, of like that, but it, in some ways it is also, like, an assassin movie, yeah. which is, like, a kind of semi-action drama, like... yeah. So yeah, it's a hard, hard one to pin down. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I just think like vi- the
1: visuals are great. There's all these like scene transitions and and uh, even like the makeup and gore is so good. Yeah. And just like the shots of like blood and melting faces and all these weird, bizarre things that.
0: They're just really cool. Visually
1: just so entertaining to watch.
0: Yeah, and this was kind of like, um, since it's Brandon Cronenberg, David Cronenberg's son, I heard like, oh, this movie's fucked up, and like, I didn't know didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Right, like, I was like, what is that going to get into me? Are we going to see, like, is this The Fly fucked up, like, seeing somebody, like, really just seeing a disgusting thing? Is it emotionally fucked up? Um, so that was interesting going into it. I was like, I don't know what it is, but it's going to (laughs) be weird and nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, all the effects they use are so cool. You know, it's like this movie is basically about a person that, you know, goes into other people's bodies to do assassinations and they control the body kind of like remotely through some sort of machine. And the, every time they, like, transition from their body into the other person's body, they just do these weird, like, dream-like sequences where they're, like, basically melting themselves away and then reforming into this other person. So they do all these, like, really strange-looking kind of uh, metaphorical shots of them becoming a new person, and they're always just, they're just really cool.
0: Yeah, it is very cool cool looking like waxy it's what you can kind of expect if you've seen the poster that's Mm -hmm. like the part that the the poster most vibes with as far as the movie yeah uh but
1: yeah so i i really liked it um i was gonna say i guess for a food i kind of think it's like a uh it's like some dark chocolate you know so it's very rich
0: 99 percent chocolate yeah
1: you know Not too sweet, but very rich.
0: Yeah, almost not sweet at all. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, yeah, and I buy a lot of that stuff. Uh, You know, you'll see it has the numbers on it, and then you're like, 70%? That's for pussies. And then you (laughs) uh, have the 95%, and you're like, this isn't anything. (laughs) This is, like, bitter. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Is this one you wish you would have uh, caught earlier, or in theaters not that this is one you could see in theaters coming oh yeah out actually you know
1: i definitely think this movie would have been amazing to watch in theaters
0: i think so too i think it is yeah. a movie that like rewards a little more like sitting with it than home yeah, viewing. yeah just
1: all the effects on like a big giant screen and, like pitched black darkness yeah i think that would have elevated this the viewing experience for
0: this movie and seeing for it with a sure. crowd uh, yeah yeah uh cool yeah so i i liked the movie i didn't love it i think i like the premise more than how the premise got played out for me mm-hmm. um but that's not to say it's bad or anything like that we'll get into spoilers you know maybe some issues i have with it but i think mostly it's missing yeah. just a tad bit of the emotion and the care like connection to characters that i needed Right and perhaps that wouldn't even make it more fucked up if it had more of that. yeah
1: <laughs> that's so, true.
0: So I almost feel I forget how long this is. I have the page up. it's a uh hour it's 43 like an hour and a half, right? yeah hour okay. 43 so maybe without credits close to an hour and a half. I think it could actually serve to be a little bit longer of a movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: if not a whole lot longer. Um, But that being said, like, I almost feel like cut 15 minutes from it or add 45 (laughs) is kind of what I feel like. (laughs) If you give us a little bit less, then I'll actually even forgive you for not emotionally connecting us because it was fast enough.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, what I'm curious about is this is the uncut version. So there was like a theatrical version. So I'm curious if that actually does help it.
0: Yeah, because there's – whenever I see someone on Twitter say, like, oh, I watched Possessor Uncut, then, like, someone's in the comments like, oh, the uncut version, right, not the cut. And, like, people, like, make a very big deal out of that, which I don't even understand because they don't even (laughs) offer them both at the same time or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, you buy one. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. I wanted to ask somebody or look it up, but I uh, never got the chance to. But yeah, you wonder with a movie like this, because I also didn't feel like it was uncut. You know, some movies you might yeah. watch and you're like, all
1: well, right. This seems like it's useless. Yeah,
0: th- I could see why that wasn't there, but I don't know. Well, at, especially at an hour and 43 minutes, but maybe cutting it down to an hour and a half, that is what I was looking for. Um, But yeah. I did enjoy it, and it was one of those movies I'm kind of like... Happy to have seen because mm-hmm. I guess just uh, the end just makes the whole thing worth it to me. Yeah, you know it's like yeah, it's not something you could even like have on it just its own and appreciate. You need the whole movie. Uh, yeah. It's it's kind of like you know when people the joke is like with TV shows like oh you got to watch the show but the the first season sucks and like. Every other episode sucks in the uh, in, in the season, but it's totally worth it for the end. It's like I get that. I understand what people mean when they say that, because like this is one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, if, if you need to go through all that to get the end for the end to mean mm-hmm. something totally worth it. Uh, so I say this is like, you know, the Danish with cream cheese filling. Like those, mm-hmm. those danishes, but one with like too much bread and not enough filling. <laughs> so you're still like sick yeah. and like, oh man, that bite of filling was fucking awesome when I got to it. <laughs> but that was a lot of bread. That's kind of how I felt it, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're going to get into spoilers now, I say, uh, I say, check it out. It's If you like dark movies, you're going to like it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's on sale right now, streaming, and probably should still be for a while, uh, vi- or video on demand. Uh, so let's get into spoilers for Possessor. Let's talk about it. Um, so I guess one one big thing I had an issue with before we get into maybe things we liked and stuff is not uh-huh. knowing enough about the guy she takes over, you know, uh-huh. his life, and not really knowing enough about her. Or not feeling totally hopeful for her life. Yeah. Both those things made it a little bit less impactful, like, especially when she fucks up his life so bad, which, you know, is going to happen just by virtue of of what she has to do and what she did to the first victim or not even victim. I guess you could call her the victim, but the first person whose body she took over it's like, yeah, I, I wanna see a little bit more of that guy and like what his life was, what hit was actually in his head, you know. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I just yeah, don't know.
1: They kind of just make it it's like they tell you. Instead of showing you, they tell you by her her notes of him. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's this guy that probably hates his work and job because it's her girlfriend's dad gave it to him
0: yeah and it just like and you like is what... that though yeah you don't know if that's you don't know if that's the case it seems the case but you don't feel it and that's the problem
1: yeah yeah and like even when all the scenes when she's interacting with the girlfriend as him mm-hmm. and the girlfriend's constantly like what is wrong with you you're so off so it's like So she definitely doesn't
0: know what he's like. Yeah. She's clearly not acting like he would
1: at any time in this, in these scenes. Yeah.
0: That threw me off where I'm like, okay, I guess she didn't do her research and that sucks. And like, but the research was supposed to help us, the viewer. Uh So if she's wrong, then we don't know. (laughs) And maybe there is some sort of point in that, but I think where the movie settles and where it starts to get, especially when he gets back control of his body and he's like, what the fuck did you do to me? And it becomes a fight. Yeah. That fight between them doesn't feel that important. Cause I don't really know.
1: Yeah. Is. You know, that's, that is, I would say my biggest problem is, is the aftermath when he kind of gets control back, it's kind of like, well, you made him kill his girlfriend and the guy, her dad, this guy's fucked. Like there's yeah. nothing he can do. To make his life better now like he uh, pretty much is better off dead at this point yeah case. and then it's like not only that but then the, she kills the other girl that he goes to uh, like when he goes to her yeah. or whatever from letter it's like, Kenny. dude this guy is so like in the shit that there's no going back and like what is even going to happen that's going to make me like have any hope for him and his character
0: yeah yeah, and it just continues um, to spiral from there for them, which I do like how um, how it starts to end, you know, and, like, yeah. him getting revenge, and you're like, what is he going to yeah. do and all that? Um, but, yeah, I just wish I, like, actually – I think he didn't need to be maybe set up or portrayed as, like, an asshole, <laughs> and that mm-hmm. could be, make it worse, and, like, worse in a good way. Yeah. But that was my biggest issue with it that I wish if it had a, a little bit more of that. Like, I could see this movie even being, you know, 20 minutes on her doing a, her mission and shit like, learning her. And then 20 minutes just seeing this guy and his uh-huh. life, like, without them even doing anything. Just so you can, like, understand him. And then she takes over. Yeah. But also, it's not quite that movie. You don't want it to be a body, like freaky friday body swap movie or anything like that Uh, but the thing is it is though it it is yeah it is but i feel like that would make it more so i just
1: think it's funny that we watched it right after soul and it's like the same concept almost of like well Mm -hmm. what if uh some some terrible person took control of your body yeah and they had very the worst of intention
0: it's the season of the body swap really with so many body (laughs) swapish movies
1: yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, that was my biggest issue. Um I actually was expecting a little bit more gore. But I think uh, that's my own problem. But it really like the beginning when it shows the device and like the needle going into the top of the the first victim's head. I was yeah. like, Oh, is this movie gonna fuck me up? Is this gonna be like Ichi the killer? You know, where you're like, <laughs> I don't think I can watch this uh, and it settles down from that a lot, but for a minute I thought that. But the kills in general are brutal. Yeah. Just, like, some yeah, hard whole, stabbing.
1: Yeah, the whole Sean Bean thing was just really fucked up.
0: Yeah, horrible way to so kill good. someone. Yeah. That it, it looked so terrible
1: and looked so good.
0: Moving the fire poker around his mouth.
1: Yeah, and, like, breaking the teeth out of his yeah. jaw popping his eyeball out of the socket and yeah. they don't cut away to that like the prosthetics on that looked so good that I was just like wow this is truly terrifying and disgusting
0: yeah it looks really good um yeah the the kills are just like so brutal that I can see you know that just that scene alone with the fire poker is can make a movie you know it's like yeah. that's the scene you watch the movie for yeah certain people are like, this is it. And yeah, you get the sense that this girl is, lo- this assassin is kind of losing it a bit or like yeah. enjoying it. So
1: that's one thing that I was like just curious about. So she's like having trouble killing herself in the first body that they show her in, in the beginning. And then throughout this, the second guy's body, like why is she having a problem killing herself because they refer to her as like a legend and they're like oh man you're so you're like the best uh body swap assassin it's an honor to work with you it's like so how many jobs has she done successfully and had no problem killing herself and then suddenly like is it her internal thing or is it like the other person in the body being like no i i refuse to kill myself
0: Yeah, that part I wasn't so sure because I I like was tracking this whole thing of her almost like she was supposed to just shoot them or could, but decides to go this more brutal way of stabbing him in the neck. And she has a reason Mm -hmm. for it. But then you even see like with Sean Beam and uh, and his girlfriend, just the brutal way (laughs) he didn't need to do that. He didn't even need to like sit down or she rather didn't even need to sit down with yeah. him and like talk it out. Yeah. So my interpretation is somewhat like she's feeling guilty about who she's becoming, right? Like and uh-huh. her enjoying this this act of killing people. And I think that's making her more susceptible to breaking. You know, uh, to breaking the connection, having the person, you know, come to her body, or or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So that in the end, when she finally kind of, like, gives all that up, and the guilt is gone, then we can assume she's gonna be, you know, better at, she's better now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's fully in it.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the I would it is a movie I would watch again. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, Tenet being a movie that rewards seems to reward rewatching, but doesn't seem fun. This yeah. movie, oddly enough, I think is fun enough to be like, okay, I want to watch that again and see what's yeah. going on. Just get all the metaphors and stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes that seem especially all the transitions that seem like oh there's a there's metaphor lots of metaphors here
0: yeah and like the butterfly story at the end that's awesome i love Mm -hmm. how that uh just kind of bow ties it all up but yeah that end scene where she goes well i guess the the guy taking back over his body goes to see her uh husband and is that son or stepson I think it's her son her actual son right yeah something made me question that later but um yeah and the whole what ensues there is like yeah the thing that I'm like yeah you watch the you go through this whole movie that way you can get the punch of that when she gets stabbed in the throat by the son who's not her son yeah
1: that (laughs) that was great
0: yeah, that it should have won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, that was excellent. And getting his and stare. Sh- shot in the chest and also getting his head blown out. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. It was already so brutal to see that. To yeah. see the hole in his chest. But then the head, too. Uh, just great. Yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie
1: that... I feel I would never have seen in a normal movie. Maybe that's why it's uncut. Maybe that's like a, a an uncut part of it. It's like I I feel like often they're like let's no, not show violence towards children in movies, right? Yeah. And especially like that level of violence of like seeing the back of their head pop off when yeah. they, they get shot <laughs> in the face. But also like there's like an erect dick in this movie. I don't think I've ever seen an erect penis in a in a movie. Just casually. Porn, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like, I don't think I've, I can't recall ever seeing one. But yeah.
0: And now I'm thinking, there was, it was uh, two things I watched where there was just a penis. Like so much penis. And I forget what other movie it was this week or like thing I was watching this week. (laughs) I'll have to think about it. But it just flashed to, to this movie as well. Um, what if that was the only thing that was different? Yeah, it it's probably the, is.
1: That <laughs> we look at the timestamps of each movie. It's like, oh, this movie is <laughs> only to three seconds longer. Huh. <laughs> huh.
0: Yeah, but it's something I might uh, go back and watch with somebody. It reminds me a little bit of like Jim Jarmusch's movies, like the Hunt hunting of a sacred deer and the lobster, just in that. It, it very, it's very cold. This movie's a little warmer oh, yeah. than those movies, than The Lobster and Hunting of Sacred Deer, but it's still oh, the characters are very cold and just like the brutal violence that erupts. There is something to the violence, like despite this being such a heavy sci-fi kind of premise, where it's just like you know, neuron computers to go into someone's head. Uh, yeah, it's it's so rooted in reality and visceral it doesn't feel like people shooting laser beams at each other (laughs) not that it even goes into that but yeah it's so brutal yeah um
1: there is a couple of things i wanted to talk about let's see one oh in the beginning the the main character, she's like talking with her son and her son shows her this fucking robot that he has that he can control and program. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah the dancing robot. Robot is so fucking creepy.
0: What the the hell? Yeah,
1: it's like doing its little dance. Its face is so weird. Oh man.
0: Yeah, it's It's kinda like one of those there's been a lot of iterations of that in our lifetimes, like the dog one. There's uh-huh. been like a gorilla looking robot that's like it's your friend. And it was like yeah. one of those but so disgusting and <laughs> ugly.
1: Yeah. Just off, so off-putting. Yeah. It was that was awesome.
0: Uh the other thing,
1: let's see, in the in the beginning she's in that first body. She can't kill herself, so she gets the cops to kill her. It's weird that like they down her and then the cop stands over her and shoots her in the face. <laughs> Even though she's clearly like
0: out, yeah. Like, is that, that kind of funny. does that happen a lot? I guess yeah, if do it, they
1: do they go to fucking finish their the job,
0: especially like a woman, a pretty young woman. But who knows? I yeah, yeah. Interesting choice, setting us up for the violence of the world. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing that's interesting, too, is like in the end, um, the other the other woman controls uh, the main character's son's body, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I'm just curious, like how that works and how like it feels, because obviously you, you control someone else's body. You have to, like, readjust your entire mind to rebalance yourself. For,
0: yeah. Your arm um, is no longer different
1: shape. Yeah. Your arm is yeah. so much shorter and all that yeah it's like i wonder how much more difficult it is to control a child's body and also like their undeveloped mind can still like house your mind in it
0: yeah so what is that like, like those what, thoughts that have no words that. yeah yeah you know that's
1: really interesting
0: and who how they can choose people maybe they touch on that and i missed it but like how you can yeah. even like target like someone they they have to f- like
1: implant something in their head But then the other thing is, like, then the main guy gets that thing out of his head, right? But she's still, like, synced with him?
0: Yeah, or he I think he failed at getting it.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I thought he, like, pulled something out. That's why I was like, oh, did he get it?
0: Yeah, I don't think it hit all the way through or something.
1: Yeah, the other thing that's interesting is, like, uh, when the link is failing, it cuts to the main girl in that. Uh, in the machine and she like coughs up a lot of blood
0: oh yeah so much and blood. I was
1: like well, first of all how, how does it affect her physical body that she coughs up that much blood yeah but also like how how is she not pulled out of the machine and like choke on her blood
0: because that was so much <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's so thick too <laughs> that's and I uh. do like a nice like anime style coughing up blood I do like that yeah True, um, true. But you have to do it more than once. You know what I mean? Like, you have to yeah. set up that it's something people do. But I also like when a movie just could get can get weird. Yeah. This movie definitely gets weird.
1: His job is cool. Yeah, it's that's like, what
0: we mentioned before. Like, I guess you yeah. just see... You spy on people's webcams and shit and...
1: And then, like, yeah, catalog the things that are in their backgrounds
0: and yeah. stuff. So like they, oh, we're working on curtains this week. What's the meta
1: trend of curtains that's popular across the world? Yeah,
0: it's and it's supposed to be the shittiest job. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was a really like dystopian moment. <laughs> just yeah. seeing that that job what that job is. All just
1: a bunch of people lined up wearing masks speaking random
0: things that they see yeah sheer curtains uh, this and they have to know all that shit <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah which I, which i guess she had to know huh she's
1: like i gotta study up on curtains. well she didn't do a great I job take this guy's job yeah <laughs> she
0: did a pretty bad job so
1: <laughs> she's like uh brown pleated i don't fucking know what is this shit <laughs> yeah checkered fuck <laughs> um Yeah, I think that's it for like the notes, specific notes that I had.
0: Yeah, overall, I think this just movie cinches itself up in a nice little bow with that butterfly story, her mm. including that she's you know feels guilty about to this day and not including that later. I think that's like that is the the movie right there, um, but it if you just watch those scenes or whatever you would not enjoy it it's like you kind of need it all yeah. um and i have, i've seen Antiviral, but i don't really remember it much that's another one of Brandon cronenbergs movies but another weird oh, really? one um i would I check them out again but yeah it is it i mean it's dark stuff <laughs> it is yeah. some real dark stuff uh cool any final thoughts of possessor
1: um no, I think that's it
0: for me. All right, cool. Let's get into uh sequels and double features. I struggled a little bit with a sequel because I think it's like, oh, we just want to see this technology, right? Like we yeah. don't we might not even care about the main character. Let's yeah, see the technology. Exactly. So it's kind of like, oh, any anything with that yeah. technology is cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I agree you get into Freaky Friday stuff like it's This movie does a really good job At not being that and I think it Suffers Mm -hmm. because It's not that Mm -hmm. Like and and In a way like a
1: duality and like uh, A yin and yang It's it's just like two people In one person's body
0: Yeah because if you do too much of the Duality then you get into the gags you get Into the like I need to learn a lesson and I Do too Yeah So it's like I think I think the movie Might be lesser If it did Like add a little bit More heart In the wrong ways I think there's too many Like wrong ways To do that Versus Uh good ways So it is hard Thinking about a sequel In any In any way Without like writing Like writing a movie And being like It's really It's using this technology But it's about Somebody who lost Their son And this And you're just like Okay We don't need to be Doing that uh, but did you have any uh, good ideas for sequel?
1: Um. I ha. I feel like I have these. I'm on the same page as you about just like how the thing works. It's just really interesting, an interesting idea that they kind of show you glimpses of, and everything about it seems like really unique and fascinating. Uh, but I was also th- thinking, like, what if um. Like, for instance, the guy kind of gets control of his body at the end. But, like, what if he came into contact with, like, the woman's body? Like, he found her body. Double switch. And then also, like, yeah, what if he switched into her body and then it was, like, a face-off movie? Where they're in each other's bodies. And then it just turned into a full body swap. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: I could kind of see the, like, the pop version of this premise being things like hey we need to rob this bank to get some money let's get this body is a huge guy he'll be able to, <laughs> to break through yeah. or like oh we need the body of this guy he's smart uh so when you're in there you'll be able to hack as long as you like get into his muscle memory it's like
1: a, a possessor ocean's 11
0: yeah where they're, like, they're like
1: oh we need we need uh to get into this thing oh let's swap into a celebrity's body and then they have like a celebrity play <laughs> themselves this yeah sort of, like meta thing of like oh it's it's actually the rock he's playing himself oh it's so funny
0: yeah like i could see the pop version being that which could yeah. be fun but also takes yeah. away everything that's amazing <laughs> that's about the movie specifically and... yeah
1: yeah <laughs> Also, uh, what if, like, they they do some cool stuff in this movie where it's, like, oh, it's a woman in a man's body. And then in his body, she has sex with another woman. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's this awesome scene where it shows her, with like, with a dick. And it's, like, oh, yeah,
0: this is, this is really weird. Cool. Yeah. Like, I uh, wonder how that would feel. Probably yeah. insane.
1: And, like, and then what if she had sex with her
0: own body? Oh wow! You know that's kind of like that that's like the Black Mirror episode, the anthology episode where they they basically like uh, do three episodes of Black Mirror within one bl- episode of Black Mirror, and one of them is about this helmet uh. that makes you feel the other person's emotions or like feelings, uh. and a doctor used it to like work on patients that way he could like diagnose okay. them, but uh. then he starts to get crazy with it and he like. Puts it on his wife while fucking her, so he could feel himself <laughs> fucking himself. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, so I I it,
0: it. it's it's a good one, and it those black mirror ones. They're short. It's like you know, fifteen minute segments put in this thing. Uh, okay, cool. So you get quite a few of them, and it, it's like the B sides where you're like, yeah, I don't want to watch forty five minutes of this, but like, then he gets into wanting to kill people, and while they're wearing it, that way he could feel what it's like oh, to die. Shit. It's pretty dark wow well let's talk about double features oh what were you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say if only we could uh put that on racist people and then
0: <laughs> they could feel what it's like uh anyways <laughs> facts um, um yeah let's talk about double features what you got for yeah. a double feature I was gonna say a simple one,
1: and this one, this is a movie that's in the same universe. Get out, dude! It's in the same universe.
0: Oh yeah, they they their technology. <laughs> it's it's just the, the
1: future version of it. They utilize it for this.
0: Yeah, for assassination. Which you know, there is something to even the choice of having a white woman have a black woman kill someone and get gunned yeah, down by the police. Right? You know,
1: that's like what I first thought of when I saw it, when I was watching. It. I was like. Okay.
0: Yeah, and it is. I think it is nice a movie to like make that specific casting choice. Who knows how it was written, right? Maybe it was written in that, or maybe it's just like a casting decision where okay, the whole movie doesn't need to be about this, but at least we can think about this. Yeah. uh, After watching it, I sometimes like when something's subtle but just added there. Double feature. How about you? Um, you know, I'm always going to tell people trancers because that is a body swap <laughs> movie. I'll always uh, say that one's one you got to watch if you're going to watch.
1: Yeah. You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like of the movies we've reviewed, how many movies have been body swap movies? In the past, it, like, like six 25%? months,
0: it's been five. <laughs> Like in the past six months, there's been five of them. So it's like, it's hard to get away from any of that. I did, I would say, if it's not uh, the body swap genre, then I would say Killing of a Sacred Deer is like your let me watch this and that and just get in a depressive state. Okay. That would be my suggestion.
1: Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that in The Lobster.
0: Yeah, both great. It's hard to say even which one to watch first, you know, because like a double feature of those is even a lot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer is like a horror movie on the level of like Midsommar, (laughs) you know, just like, but I don't think it's been considered a horror movie, you know? Like, have you ever heard even talked in that way? But I think it is. I think it is more of a horror movie than most horror movies. Okay. But genres genres are marketing tools, so we can't treat them like gods anyway. Um, but let's yeah. – thank you guys for watching this episode. Let us know uh, how you like this movie. You could reach out to us on Twitter. Chris, where can I find you?
1: Uh, I am Rebirth Project on Twitter.
0: reach out let us know also review us on itunes or whatever platform you're on we know you're listening we know you're not reviewing that's okay but we'd love it just a quick five-star review you could also check out my patreon patreon.com slash joe cabello if you go my new comic book bottoms up the first issue is out we're already working on uh, pages for issue number two which will be out for patrons um it's the cheapest and best way to get the comic So go check it out, and you'll also get all my other comics-exclusive podcasts and things like that, and it helps even run things like this podcast. So we'll see you next week. Chris, do we know what's going on next week? January is always a difficult month for watching movies.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple things coming out next week. Um, One is a show, and that is WandaVision comes out next week for Disney Plus. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right.
1: Um, I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, But there's – okay, so there's a couple movies – I think I talked briefly, there was like that Batman animated movie, Bruce Tim one, that's like him in the 70s, and he's like going to China or something like that. Right. Uh, But uh, there's a couple live action ones. There's an HBO exclusive movie coming out called Locked Down that stars um, Anne Hathaway and uh, Chewie Tell EG4.
0: Oh, yeah. Pandemic. It's a pandemic movie.
1: Yeah. It's like a pandemic heist movie. So that comes out on Thursday, but then on Friday, also on Netflix, there's this one coming out called Outside the Wire, and that's uh, Anthony Mackie, and he's this, like, cyber, cyborg warrior in some war or something.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, those are all movies we're going to be watching, regardless, right? Or movies and shows.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so those are probably some of the things we will watch.
0: Yeah, if you have a preference... Honestly if you tweet us We'll probably end up choosing that one Because you (laughs) tweeted us So let us know (laughs) Yeah Alright cool everybody Keep it sleazy and we'll see you next week Bye 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 And End recording Now Another movie review podcast At least it's better than a car crash and we're gonna write some funny ads Talking movies and having a blast It's the it Podcast It's the Beaded Podcast It's the Beaded Podcast